0: what's up you guys welcome back to another episode of the Stella Ray herself podcast venus is retrograde y'all our love lives and just everything connected to the planet of venus which is you know love and beauty romance we will be given an opportunity we are given the opportunity to take a step back and reevaluate so it's kind of like mercury retrograde i mean in the sense of like it's a retrograde. So, with Mercury retrograde, which I think is coming up end of August, it's not a thing to fear though. And I feel like I've seen a lot of posts, a lot of tweets, and TikToks about like, oh my God, Venus retrograde, like, oh my God, ruining everyone's relationships. But it's more so an opportunity to reestablish boundaries. It's kind of a check in. And I think if you practice awareness and self reflection, then you'll be fine, bitch. This Venus retrograde is in Leo and apparently the last time venus retrograde was in leo was summer 2015 which (laughs) what an iconic time you know i've seen comments where people have been like that was actually the worst time of my life um so it's worth looking back to that period of your life and you know like where were you romantically during that time how was your relationship with yourself because you know leo is the sign of the sun and of the self so this is a great time to Celebrate yourself and especially as we are about to get into leo season. What is it next week or the week after? Um, we're already going to be kind of thinking about those themes. So I would say the main takeaway from Venus retrograde in Leo for me is putting yourself first, which we I think I discussed that last week and Setting boundaries to best support yourself and your needs and the life that you want which we're also going to talk about that today shout out venus retrograde for honestly giving us a lot of content as well as entertainment before we continue beverage of the day check i have a venti ice shaken espresso with oat milk and three pumps of classic from starbucks i kind of feel like it's pms week so the caffeine is not really hitting like i want it to but it's 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 espresso i feel like espresso usually you know quick announcement i've been going live on tiktok just for the get ready with me's and the chats and i've just been hanging out with y'all the other night i did a live while i was waiting for my sister to get ready so we could go get some drinks and i was like having a drink with you guys on live and it was just so fun so definitely make sure that you are following me on tiktok for those lives and i answer questions and it's just like it's always such a small audience that it's just it's a very intimate setting you know we get into the real tea so definitely make sure you're following me on there. And I definitely want to start doing, I've been saying this y'all, but I definitely want to start doing more TikTok content in general, but especially more vlogs and things like that. I feel like the two major Venus retrograde, I mean, I guess you could call it that because they're, they're relationships, public relationships that have gone awry <laughs> recently, two major ones are Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy and this whole Jonah Hill and his ex. So I wanted to talk about this and just the concept of boundaries and the concept of boundaries in a relationship and when is it boundaries and when is it control. It's very interesting that both of these instances have to do with a man trying to control his partner. So with the Kiki Palmer thing she was getting serenaded by Usher. This man, her baby daddy, her I mean, it was her boyfriend. People are speculating whether or not they were broken up before. And like, you know, they just hadn't made it public yet or whatever. Um, he publicly quote tweets this video of her getting serenaded by Usher at a concert. And it's like, it's the outfit though, dot, 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 you a mom. <laughs> and then he tweets something like, of course, that went viral. And then he tweets something later that's like, basically, like, I'm a traditional man. The mother of my child and my family is not going to be represented like that, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, how could he not see how this was going to go down? Like, did you genuinely think the whole internet was going to be like, oh my god, you're so right, you know? So to me, it's just giving a lot of insecurity and just a lot of, like, emotion. And then people were posting screenshots of, like, his Instagram story where he had been posting like, her shaking her ass and, like, all this stuff before. But either way, it's, like, it's not the fact that he had a problem with it that's really the issue. It's, like, the fact that you publicly, like, tweeted Like, that could have been a private convo. If something makes you uncomfortable, you just have to talk to your partner about it. So then in the Jonah Hill case, his ex-girlfriend... I don't really know the context of why these receipts were posted, but these text screenshots from him to her were revealed and he was basically talking about how oh these are my boundaries for a relationship you may not (laughs) you may not post in your she's a surfer by the way you may not post in your bikini you may not hang out with you know women crazy women from your past it was just this whole list of like controlling things she wasn't allowed to do And then he ends it with like, these are just my boundaries for a romantic relationship. If you can't accept that, we can't be together. Someone's acting like this, like they're literally being manipulative, controlling, and abusive. Like that's emotional abuse. He was like, I can't believe your therapist thinks I suck. I'm literally the best boyfriend on earth. (laughs) And it's just so sad because it's like, Jonah Hill, I feel like was such just a loved person on the internet. And people always wanted to defend him. Like when... The media, like mainstream media interviewers were like talking about his weight or making fun of his weight. People always wanted to have his back. People were like, oh my God, relatable king with your iced coffees. So this was very interesting to me because he's kind of using... Bro, Didn't Jonah Hill did a whole Netflix special, wasn't it, with his therapist, like where he's like interviewing his therapist. So it just really goes to show if you read the book, um, Why Does He Do That? About angry and controlling men, they kind of explain how therapy can often be used as a tool for an abuser to further their abuse and kind of like learn more tips and tricks on how to be controlling and hurtful and abusive so he's kind of using this like therapy speech like these are my boundaries for a romantic relationship but he's using it completely wrong so it's like you might think like oh my god wait you're so right like you must know a lot like why you've been to therapy you're not like other guys like you're so woke but it's like He's actually just being controlling. So the definition of a boundary, I heard it described as the line between someone else's behavior and your behavior. Boundaries are not used to tell other people what they can and cannot do, which would be controlling. Boundaries are established to help you plan and communicate your response to what other people say or do. So this other article actually gave the example of smoking cigarettes. Personally, like me and my friends have had the conversation of like, we would rather someone smoke cigs than vape. Like cigs is giving like, I mean, cigs in New York and, like, Europe <laughs> is giving, like, Bella Hadid, like, chic. Whereas vaping is giving me, like, trendy teen. <laughs> Derogatory. God bless. I never got into vaping. None of my close friends are into va- <laughs> Like, no offense. It's just, like, that's not chic. Vaping is not chic. Cigarettes, chic. I don't smoke, but I'm just saying. Okay. But anyway, they gave this example of cigarettes and how you might think a boundary is, don't smoke around me. Like, don't. You need to stop smoking. But that's kind of like a you statement. You know, you're trying to control the other person's behavior. If someone's an adult, bro, you can't control their behavior. What you can do is control your own behavior. So a boundary, which is more like an I statement, is something like, if you smoke, I will remove myself from the situation. I will leave the room. You're establishing the limits for your own good, not to control them. So I was really trying to think like, how would you even, and I was talking about this on my podcast IG, on my story. But how can you even say that someone, what someone is wearing, what your partner is wearing? Could you actually set like a, a reasonable boundary with any of those things? Because trust is the basis of a relationship. So if you're saying like you, you may not be friends with these people or like you may not wear a bathing suit. It's like, I think that boils down To lack of trust because it's like, okay, like, if I'm hot and I wear a bikini, like, obviously people are going to look at me, like, I may get more attention. That attention has nothing to do with me and, like, my actions and, like, whatever. So, it's like, if you trust me, it's like, if you're with that baddie, you have to know, like, what comes along with that. So, like, what it hurts your feelings when other people look at me, that's out of my control. It hurts your feelings if I'm friends with, I don't know, women that like to party. I'm not like going out and cheating on you or like I'm not like out partying. Like it's like, so I just really, unless there was like a specific instance, it's like you're literally just trying to be controlling to prevent uh, an issue that isn't even there, you know? And so that's why I think like trust goes a long way. If you're setting a boundary, Ask yourself, am I asking for what I need in a clear, direct way? Like, what is it that you need, Jonah Hill? Do you need reassurance? Do you need a lobotomy? (laughs) Will doing this ultimately make the relationship better and provide a safe space for me? I think telling your girlfriend what to wear is not really creating a safe space, personally. Is this coming from a place of self-awareness and calm, grounded energy? Obviously not. Like, in both of the situations, the Kiki Palmer situation and this situation, like obviously not it's coming from control jealousy anger if the other person respects this boundary will i feel a sense of gratitude and renewed energy to find a solution um no if any of these answers are no if you're not asking for what you need only telling them what to do if it's designed to punish the other person or teach them a lesson if it feels defensive impulsive or heated If it feels self-righteous or like winning when they comply, you're not setting a boundary, you're engaged in manipulation. So yeah, if you get the slightest hint of any of that energy from someone that you're dating or someone that you have a crush on, definitely run in the other direction because that's not behavior you personally can change in someone, let alone a grown man and like, oh, like, don't even think, like, if this is your boyfriend, if your boyfriend's doing this to you, like, don't think like, oh, well, we can just go to couples therapy. He can just go to therapy and get better. Like, he wants to be better. It's like, he can do that on his own time. Like, that doesn't need to be your man while he's, like, trying to change himself. Because number one, you can't change a man. Number two, therapy will only give them more tools. If someone's abusive, that will only give them more tools to be more abusive. If You are scared to said boundary yourself in a relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or with a friend, just know that, you know, it's okay to be scared, but ultimately something like that will bring a relationship closer together if it's received positively. If it's a genuine boundary and the other person respects that boundary, that builds so much trust and just such a deeper connection between the two of you, you know, and if they don't, if it's, again, if it's a true genuine boundary and not control or manipulation, The other person does not respect it. Then you kind of know, you know, what kind of person they are and how deep you can really take that relationship or if it's even a relationship you want in the first place. So much of growth, self-growth and, you know, growth just in life is about being okay with being uncomfortable and facing discomfort. And I think in a lot of instances, like, you know, setting a boundary or even receiving a boundary, it's like, would you rather face the short-term comfort of like, oh, let me not over the long-term discomfort of like never really having a deep relationship with anyone and like feeling walked all over. So Venus will be retrograde until September 3rd. the whole summer, Venus retrograde, but again, you don't need to fear, guys. It's just really a good time to reconnect with yourself, practice self-love, and ask yourself what it is that you want. You know, what boundaries do I need to set or revisit? How can I change up my routine to best support myself? How can I show myself love and appreciation every day? And just remember, I think I was talking about this recently as well, But it's funny, it's funny when I like want to talk about a subject and then it's like something relates to it, you know, in the cosmos. But when you put yourself first and when you have good intentions, not everybody may like you or agree with you or think that you're whatever, I don't know. I feel like honestly, when you start doing well in life and you start having and really practicing self-love, more people dislike you because most people don't have that. And so when they see someone else with that... And that's not to be like, oh, like, fuck the haters. But I think it's just genuinely true. Like, when people see someone really living their best life, I think especially a woman, and thriving and, like, saying no. Because a lot of practicing self-love is disappointing people and not out of a bad, you know, place or, like, an angry place or, you know, where you don't want to, like, give. But it's like, if you... Have in the past always said yes to people, always been there for other people at the cost of your own self and mental health and time. People are not going to like when you start putting yourself first. That just gives way to so many more opportunities where you will find genuine relationships and experiences and opportunities that are truly for your best self because you are presenting your best self and your most uplifted self and supported self to the world. And that is who is, who's manifesting. That's who's attracting the relationships that she wants and the opportunities that she wants and the experiences that she wants, you know? Instead of someone who, you know, is insecure, doesn't put herself first, settles for the bare minimum. So that's all I have to talk about today. <laughs> These sirens, y'all, are not, it. they keep going off every two seconds. Something must be happening outside. I mean, let's pray for them, y'all, but can y'all let me record a Celebrate podcast? Let me know what you want me to talk about next week. Don't forget to follow my podcast IG at Celebrate Podcast. And I just joined me a screenshot of you listening if you enjoyed. Bye, everyone.